Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and never had it so good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. We thank God that the Bible is right. Glory to God. We thank our Heavenly Father. Uh, Saints of God, precious ones, we're in the 24th chapter of Proverbs. In the last three years or so, we've managed to get through 23 chapters. Praise the Lord. I thank God for that. We're in 24-1, the 24th chapter, the very first verse. Amen. Glory to God. And this verse says in the King James Version, quote, Be not thou envious against evil men, neither desire to be with them. For their heart studieth destruction, and their lips talk of mischief. Amen. So we're told why we're not to be envious against evil men. Pastor, what that means? There are people down through history who desired to be around evil men. Why? Because a lot of times uh, uh, evil men have done evil and ended up with quite a lot of money, quite a lot of things, quite a lot of power, and people are attracted to money and power, etc. And um, and and then evil men, a lot of times they have very expensive stuff because they don't care about um, uh, how much something costs. They don't care about any of that. They just get they just get the the most extravagant everything. And people who are superficial look at them and say, oh, look at that. The guy's got, he drives a Ferrari. He lives in a mansion. He's got on uh, three Rolex watches. He's got on a petite Philippe on his other arm. He's really got it. Amen. And here the Bible lets us know, don't be envious against or, or at evil men. And then it tells us why. It says, because their heart studieth destruction and their lips talk of mischief. You don't want to be around people who are, are studying destruction and whose lips continually talk about evil and mischievous things. It says, and, and don't desire, the Bible here says, don't even desire to be with them. Now, when I read that, that section 
24-1-B, don't desire to be with them. One of the very first things that pop into my mind, and this happens just about every time. I can read this verse a year from now, and the same thing immediately pops in my mind, and that is the St. Valentine's Massacre back in the 1940s, uh, 20s, 30s, and 40s. The St. Valentine's Massacre, I I believe it happened up in Chicago, Illinois, in a garage where one group of mobsters wiped out another. Well, they they got all everybody except the head mobster. He happened to go out for a cup of coffee or something, and he wasn't there when the other mobsters walked in and shot everybody in that garage. It was on February 14th, so it was called St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and it was thought to be a massacre because everybody in that garage got massacred. And you say, well, you know, that's kind of a grisly thing, Pastor. Why would you, why would you even mention that? Everybody in that garage was not a gangster. Everybody in that garage had, uh, was not associated with the gangs. But there were three notable people in that garage that had nothing to do with the gangs. One, it was it was a garage and it repaired cars. So one of the people in there was an auto mechanic. He was around uh, evil men. There were evil uh, men all around him, gangsters. But they were holed up in this garage. Well, it's it's uh, you have mechanics in the garage and they're just fixing cars they're not a part of the gang you had another gentleman in there he was a reporter and he he liked to be around gangsters to report on them and then there was another gentleman in there he just liked the the razzmatazz of a flashy lifestyle of gangsters they had flashy suits they had wads of money in their pockets they had fast women, fast cars, and he just liked that fast lifestyle, but he wasn't really a part of the gang, but he just liked that that lifestyle. And this verse says, neither desire to be with evil men. So because these guys desire to be with evil men, uh, 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 except for the mechanic, he didn't desire to be with them. It was a garage, and he worked at the garage. So, But in his case, he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And so be, beside the gang being wiped out, those three guys were wiped out. They weren't gang members, they had no, but they were with evil men. They were, were, they were in the presence of evil men. So that when evil was wiped out because they were in the presence, they were wiped out along with it. Amen. And so th- th- that that just reminds us we don't want to don't hang around. The Bible says in another verse in Proverbs, the companion of fools shall be destroyed. Teaches that you have to be careful who you associate with. Why? Because bad guys are going to do bad things, and if you hang around with them, they're going to do some bad things. Now, the Bible says that, that uh, wickedness pursues sinners. So when, bad, when consequences of what they're doing catches up to them, 
if you're if you're a companion of them or hang around them, you're gonna get swallowed up with them. You're gonna get swallowed up with them. There's another story. This is a true story. True story. Young lady, and uh, I know the lady. Prayed for her. She come up in the prayer line. We prayed for her, and the spirit of God told her, "Don't go back to your drug dealing." boyfriend. She had a boyfriend. She lived with a boyfriend who was drug dealing and he was doing evil. And the spirit of God, one Sunday, she came in the prayer line and me and a bunch of other ministers, uh, we were praying and the spirit let us know, the spirit of God let us know to tell her, don't, don't separate from him. Don't be around him. And she desired to be with, this says, do not desire to be with evil men. And she desired to be with him, and um, so she hung around him. And I don't want to tell you the grisly details, but a gang came to get their, what they considered to be their money. And what they did was, so that there wouldn't be any witnesses, they wiped out everybody that was in that, that apartment. Unfortunately, this lady was in the apartment uh, because she was living with her boyfriend who was this drug dealer, and she got, she, uh, the Bible says, a companion of fools shall be destroyed. That's a powerful word, destroyed. Amen. So that lets you know you have to be careful who you hang around. You don't want to hang around because, see, bad people attract bad things, can go down. Why? The Bible tells you why here. It says, it says, because they study destruction and their lips talk of mischief. They're constantly looking around, constantly trying to see who's after me, what's behind this bush, who's in this car, who's going to roll up on me. I better get my pistol out and blow them away. I mean, you hang around them kind of people, sooner or later, something's going to go down. Sooner or later, because they're asking for it. They're begging for it. They go around looking. Who's after me? Who's good? Let me check this out. Let me see what this, what is this doing? What that doing? And sometimes it ain't even the people. It's, it's what they're bringing to a situation. They kick off something. They cause something to happen. They say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, and that starts trouble. And if you're a companion, this verse says, neither desire to be with them. Don't hang or be careful who you associate with. That can take you down. Remember, remember Samson when he told his parents, he said, go, there's a woman in uh, Philistines, go down there and get her for me. She pleases me. And what did her parents say? Is not there any women? I'm not quoting it. This is what they were saying to him. Isn't there a woman in Israel that that pleases you? Can't out of all the women in Israel, can't you find somebody amongst your own people that you know godly that that would please you? No, I want this Philistine woman. I want to hang around her. Amen. Yeah, he hung around her all right. Uh, You have to be careful who you associate with. They will drag you down. Why? Because you'll want to do what they do. Amen. And sooner or later, they're going to want to do something 
that's against what your upbringing says or what you want to do. But to please them, you go along with it. I can't tell you how many people who are in jail, not because they did something, but 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 society says they were accomplices to, uh, to the to to the crime. Uh, there's a, a person really remote um, uh, 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 who who uh, he was the driver. Uh, two of his friends went in to rob the bank. Now he was the driver of the car. He didn't do it. Okay, so all of them got caught. Caught. Make a long story short, he's hanging around these guys. They decide they was going to go and get some quick money. Amen. And his defense was, of course, I didn't rob the bank. I I was just the driver of the car. I didn't really fully understand what was going on. He, he, 40 years, 40 years, 40 years of your life taken around, away. Why? Because who you hang around with. Amen. I've often said one of the reasons why we don't, saints of God, born-again Christians, one of the reasons, it's not the only reason, but it's a principal reason why we don't get in a whole bunch of trouble is because we're, we are where we're supposed to be. We're at home. We're at work. We're, we're at church. We're at the grocery store. Uh, th- that's about the four main things uh, on, a, on a weekly basis now. That don't mean you can't jump in your car and go visit somebody or go somewhere else. I ain't talking about that. But in general, in general, we are where we're supposed to be. I had to go out and um, and uh, at three thirty in the morning one time to to to, to drive someone to the Amtrak station because Amtrak trains are weird. You, you, you catch them at four o'clock in the morning and all that stuff. I drove by, by this club on my way. I drove by this club. It's 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. The, 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 the parking lot is packed with cars. I mean packed. You couldn't even find a, an open space. And I'm wondering, what are these people doing out here at 3.30, 4.30 in the morning? 4.30 in the morning on a Wednesday or a Tuesday or a Thursday? Come on now. You're at the wrong place. Something happened. You ain't supposed to be there. Amen. Glory to God. But the, but but the children of God, basically, one of the major things that help them greatly is they're where they're supposed to be. They're not hanging around with evil people. They're not in the wrong places. You're not supposed to be in no bar at three. You're asking for it as far as I'm concerned. You're asking for it. 3.30 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning. For on a Tuesday night, four thirty in the morning, you in a bar? Come on, come on! I'm up against a commercial. I'll be right back. Hold on, I'll be right. I'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over sixty years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. 
If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. Uh, beloved, I want to also, this verse talks about envy. Be not envious against evil. I wanted to, to mention envy tonight and begin to talk about it. Envy, because it's such a powerful, powerful spirit. It's so powerful that the Bible in Proverbs, we're, we're in Proverbs, and Proverbs 27, 4 in Proverbs twenty seven four it says it says twenty seven four says um wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Who is able to stand before envy? If you want to whoa it you have, let 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 me tell you Envy is a wicked, wicked, wicked spirit. It's, it, it, it comes through jealousy when folks start getting jealous of other people. Look at Numbers 12, too. The book of Numbers, uh, the, the 12th uh, chapter, the second verse. And, the, and they said, or the people said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Bible says the Lord heard it. What were they? They were jealous. The people were jealous of Moses. And because they got jealous of Moses, they got themselves in trouble because the Bible says God heard it. He heard their, their, their um, jealous, uh, talking jealous about Moses. Has God only spoken by Moses? Amen. God raised up Moses to lead them out of bondage, uh, and so um, and so uh, that was God's choice. But instead of rejoicing that God raised up someone to lead them out, instead they got jealous of Him. Amen. Um, uh, look at Psalm 37, 30, uh, 37, 7, rather, Psalms 37, 7. And Psalm 37, 7 says, rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Amen. A form of jealousy, being jealous because somebody is uh, uh, somebody is bringing things to pass and you're thinking uh, nothing good happening to me and you get to uh, uh, talking and saying the wrong things. Amen. All out of jealousy. Jealousy is a wicked, wicked spirit. You want to, of all things, ask God to take uh, 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 jealousy away from you. Uh, Psalm 106.16. Psalm 106.16 said, they envied Moses also in the camp. 
and Aaron, the saint of the Lord. They envied Moses. Instead of being thankful for leadership, instead of being thankful that God came and delivered them from cruel bondage, they were envious against Moses. They were envious against Moses, and they spoke against him and started talking smack against Moses. Look at Proverbs 3, Proverbs 3, Proverbs 3.31. Proverbs 3.31 says, Envy thou not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Don't envy. Amen. Do not let yourself fall into envy about anything. I don't care what it is. A lot of times men get envious of their wives and wives get envious of their husbands. That's not necessary. That's not necessary. Amen. Uh, the, the, the grace that's poured out upon a person, you should be celebrating that, that God has poured out a, a, another measure on that person. Amen. Not get envious of them. And if you feel any kind of envy, envy at all, that's a wicked spirit trying to get a place in your life. And that, that wicked spirit will destroy you when Saul, the, the King Saul, and David were uh, fast. They became fast friends. And uh, Saul loved David. But one day Saul was listening to the women who, who were singing on tabarets. Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands. And all of a sudden, that great friendship talk, uh, turned into murderous, a murderous desire to destroy and kill David because of envy. Saul said, oh, listen to that. They're, ascri- they're ascribing to David ten thousand, but they're only ascribing to me a thousand. Amen. Now, here's a man who's the king of the entire kingdom, plus David is his servant. And instead of talking reality and saying, you know, I'm on top, I'm the king. No, he's going to get jealous of one of his servants because of something that somebody else is saying about one of his servants. David wasn't walking around saying, I'm better than Saul. But Saul heard this, and he let that thing he let that thing get a hole in, in on him. And what happened? What happened? It caused him to one day to pick up a javelin, and throw, a javelin is like a spear, okay? Uh, uh, and he he picked up that javelin and threw it at David. What was that? He meant to kill David. Amen. That I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know. When that evil spirit comes on you, it can even take you to a place where you want to murder the person that you're envious of. If you have any kind of envy in your heart at all about anything, that means an evil spirit is trying to get a place in you. And that evil spirit will destroy you if you don't get him off of you. Amen. 
if you and if you read the, that story in the book of numbers you will see that the bible specifically says that an evil spirit came on Saul now why did that spirit gain that place on him because he started envying that he let that happen that didn't have to happen that did not have to happen he Saul permitted that to happen and what did it do? It messed him up. Look at Matthew twenty-seven eighteen. Matthew twenty-seven eighteen. Matthew twenty-seven eighteen says. Eighteen says. Uh, all right. Uh, let's do seventeen for context. Matthew the twenty-seventh chapter, the seventeenth verse. Therefore, when they were gathered together. Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? And verse 18 says, For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. Pilate was an astute, he was governor, and you don't become governor being dumb and ignorant. He, he was also a judge. And one of the things that a judge has to do, he has to discern the motives of men, why they do what they did, because that's the real key in if you're a if you're a, a physical judge on the earth. One of the things that you have to learn is human nature and human motives and what causes men. And so he discerned quickly that this was not about some a, a criminal action that Jesus did, but it was strictly out of envy. Look at Mark 15. Mark 15. Mark 15.10 says, Mark 15.10 says, well, nine. It's the same account only by Mark. But Pilate answered them saying, will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. Here is a man who is a chief priest. Here is a man who is a chief priest. You would think that he would be spiritually minded and he would be he would have some sense. Amen. And and but in instead he's I'm the chief priest. I should be getting all the glory. Uh yeah, but they're giving glory to this guy. And so I'm using my offices to have the guy uh, crucified. Pilate picked up on it. He knew why they wanted Jesus destroyed for envy. Amen. They wanted people. They wanted people to watch. Now, I want to give you an example of how dangerous, how destructive envy can be. How they, how envy can be. I want you to turn to Isaiah 39. Isaiah 39, we're going to read seven verses, and I've only got three minutes, so I'm going to read them real fast, okay? Isaiah 39, 1. At that time, Merodach, Beladan, the son of Beladam, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he had heard that he had been sick and was recovered. And Hezekiah was glad of them and showed them the house of his precious things the silver and the gold and the spices and the precious ointments and all the house of his armor and all that was found in his treasuries. There was nothing in his house 
nor in all his dominion that Hezekiah showed them not. Then came Isaiah the prophet, saying unto king Hezekiah, and said unto him, What said these men? And from whence came they unto thee? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country unto me, even from Babylon. Then said he, What have they seen in thine house? What did you show them, Hezekiah? And Hezekiah answered, All that is my all that is in mine house have I, have they seen. There is nothing among my treasuries that I have not showed them. Amen. And what happened in these men's heart when Hezekiah showed him, them all his gold and all his silver and all his treasures? Did they say, oh, we're so happy for you. God has blessed you. Oh, we're so glad that God is prospering you and you're prospering. But look what Isaiah said in the 50, the prophet Isaiah said in the fifth verse. Then said Isaiah to Hezekiah, hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days come that all that is in thine house and that which thy fathers have laid up in store unto this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, saith the Lord. And of thy sons that shall issue from thee, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Amen. Now, why did this happen? This happened because Hezekiah made a big mistake. He thought, oh, this, this is, these are friends of mine. I can show them all my treasures, all my glory. But instead of them saying, oh, we're so happy for you, Hezekiah, they envied what he had. And a few years later, they came back and they took it from him. Amen. Why did they do? Why should he have it? Why did God bless him and didn't bless us? Ooh, did you see those gold crowns and all that piles of gold uh, 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 denarii? Wow, we'll be rich. We'll be rich beyond our our wildest imaginations. And what happened? Out of envy, whole armies came, took away the entire country because of envy. Amen. Be careful. I, 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 one time I was listening to Charlie Munger, and he said the problem with making money is people envy you. I'm overtime, 731. I have to go. The Bible has the answers. Be careful of envy, beloved. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service 
at 7 p.m. and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. 